From the newsroom of Impact Alpha, I'm Brian Walsh, and this is your Impact Briefing for Friday, August 25th. On today's show, we'll share highlights from this week's Agents of Impact call, featuring opportunities for catalytic capital in Indian country. But first, here's what you need to know from this week in Impact Investing. After the fires in Maui, Agents of Impact are pitching in to invest in future resilience and community stewardship. Firefighting resources, land use planning, water rights, electric grid maintenance, and community finance are all on the table after this month's devastating fires exposed decades of extraction and mismanagement, and opened a brief moment of possibility for renewal and reform. Don Lippert, the founder of Honolulu-based Elemental Accelerator, emailed Impact Alpha to say, quote, as we look to the future, we must pivot from resilience planning to resilience deployment. A $100 million fund called the Black Star Stability Distressed Debt Fund is buying up predatory home loans and replacing them with stable mortgages. The predatory loans are known as contract for deeds, and they keep largely low-income and minority home buyers from accruing home equity. Blackstar refinances the homes with traditional mortgages that offer better interest rates, lower monthly mortgage payments, and the ability to build home equity and wealth over time. And finally, in Argentina, the nonprofit lender ProMujer is tapping the public bond markets to put capital markets to work for female entrepreneurs. ProMujer's gender bond which is the first social bond issued in Argentina's public bond market that is 100% focused on gender, attracted local capital from banks, funds, and insurance companies. The development gives social enterprises access to cheaper and more abundant capital than they've historically gotten from foreign impact funds or international development banks. And now we're going to hear from some agents of impact who are mobilizing capital in Indian country the vast and varied network of tribal lands and people across the United States. On Impact Alpha's Agents of Impact call this week, Kate Finn of First Peoples Worldwide presented the organization's report on indigenizing catalytic capital. What I find in Indian country is that when there are really good deals that really do solve for native entrepreneurs' access and capital needs and really do provide good solutions for the investor, it's as if that deal is it's a one-off. It's as if that's the only deal that's been created. Uh, There's a call here for philanthropy, for investors to share as much information as they can, and uh, really to put all the cards on the table for Native entrepreneurs so that people can see what's available to them in in a deal-making structure, what they can do, how they can support their solution with capital instead of changing their solution to access capital. That transparency allows Uh, everyone to see that these kind of creative capital deals can happen and will happen. Clay Colomb of Sichango Co. shared what it took to reestablish a 28,000-acre range for a herd of more than 1,000 buffalo on Rosebud Sioux tribal lands in South Dakota. I mean, without the grants, again, it wouldn't be possible. You know, it wasn't a proven concept for us to do, but we had to, you know, make sure that it would work. And, you know, we didn't have the the dry powder there available to go out and, you know, invest in some of this. So, you know, those grants are very, you know, very effective way to get that pre-work done, that pre-development, you know, allow us, you know, kind of a, you know, a safety net, if you will. 
Navajo Power is building utility-scale solar projects on native lands around the country. CEO Brett Isaac talked about the need for pre-development support and industry partnerships. There's a large need in our country to support indigenous communities to get ready to take advantages of things like the Inflation Reduction Act. These projects take, you know, hundreds of millions, if not billions of dollars in a pipeline like ours to build out. And so we also need the balance sheet and the, the expertise to, you know, that's the other thing tribes don't have is, you know, if they want to own these projects, do they have the credit rating? Do they have the financial strategy to get a power purchase agreement to finance long-term, you know, operational O&M deals? Crystal Cornelius of Oista Corporation in Colorado talks about the rule of Native Community Development Financial Institutions, or CDFIs. Oista is at the hub of a network of Native CDFIs that make loans to both small businesses and individuals. Native CDFIs are the economic engines and pillars of their communities hands down. So when we see an individual that wants to repair their assets, they want to climb the upward um, mobility ladder of financial stability, there's no other organization or, or programs that are doing this for Indigenous peoples than CDFIs. So the importance of these organizations um, has been instrumental, and it's been instrumental in the economic growth of these communities where they're located. And finally, from Navajo Nation, Heather Fleming of the small business incubator Change Lab said that she has her eye on federal money in the State Small Business Credit Initiative, or SSBCI which could bring nearly $90 million to Navajo financial institutions. It really is unprecedented. I feel like we've been using that word a lot in the last four years, but this to me just blows my mind when I think about, when I think about the significant lack of underinvestment in businesses in our community, and then just to see this all like coming all at once, it's intimidating, but also fun at the same time. I'm, I'm just anticipating that there's going to be all of these venture funds out there soon that are specifically for Native communities. And it's kind of an unprecedented time. We're working on one, too, with uh, Navajo Nation. Um, but these are conversations that have never been had within our tribe. So it's exciting just to see this change happening so quickly. You can read the roundup and catch the full replay of this week's call on Impact Alpha. That's going to do it for this week's Impact Briefing. Thanks to all the guests on this week's Agent of Impact call, and as always, our producer extraordinaire, Isaac Silk. Sign up for Impact Alpha Open, our free weekly newsletter, directly at impactalpha.com, or become a subscriber to get full access to our award-winning daily coverage in impact investing and sustainable finance. Just go to impactalpha.com slash subscribe. I'm Brian Walsh. Be sure to check back for next week's briefing. Until then, take good care.